At KeyBank, we understand what you need to run a middle market company. We bring a team of strategists and problem solvers to design and deliver solutions critical to your business's success. KeyBank offers industry expertise, investment banking and capital markets, payment automation, loans and lines of credit, plus equipment financing. Connect with your local KeyBank team. Learn more at key.com slash commercial. Welcome to the Grit Daily Startup. I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk, and this is a podcast about what goes on behind the scenes at startups. The good, the bad, and the gritty. Let's dive in. Kevin, welcome to the show. Thanks. Great to be here. Great to have you here. Thanks for uh, taking some time out of your day to hang out with us here on the Grit Daily Startup Show. We love to talk about the world of startup on this show, the good, the bad, and what we like to call the gritty. So curious to learn what your experience has been in the world of startup. But before we get into all that, let's back up a little bit, help our listeners better understand a little bit more about you and your backstory and what really brought you uh, to present day with what you're doing with Aeroflex. So I'm Kevin Green. I've been in packaging in one form or another for about 25 years. Um, I started my career with big multinational companies like DuPont and Sun Chemical doing technical licensing agreements, partnerships, M&A, um, and really bringing an entrepreneurial spirit to those companies. Um, getting licensing agreements from university companies, for example, or startups or, or what have you. More toward the middle of the career, I was running global enterprises, again, for very big companies, but always with an eye on innovation and bringing innovation into our product portfolio so that we could extend margins and increase customer relationships, et cetera. Um, most recently, I was CEO of a global plastic PET packaging company. And it was very, uh, very much of a large company feel um, we were staying very focused on just the existing technology and pulling whatever volume we could from the assets that we had already invested in. And frankly, it was it wasn't uh, all that stimulating <laughs> to be to be absolutely candid with you. So when the opportunity to join Aeroflex came along, um, I was able to monitor Aeroflex from afar for you know maybe about a year or so. Um, and I saw that they were delivering some really cool, really innovative technology that didn't exist before. And it's right at the intersection of doing the right thing. So we're combating the plastic pollution problem in the world um, and, be, you know, having a good return for investors, which you need in a startup. So or in any company for that matter. So there's 25 years in a nutshell. <laughs> I love it. Love it. So let's uh, let, let's dive into what you're doing there at, at uh, Aeroflex and exactly what you guys do kind of for the for the for the average person that may not understand this world. OK, so some real high level facts and figures, about 9% of all plastic packaging in this country gets recycled. That varies from different types. Um, plastic pumps and trigger sprayers and dispensers and things like that get recycled very, very rarely. And the bottles themselves may be a little bit more. So keep that number in mind, about 9% of all the plastic that you're buying as you walk around your house and look at um, <clears throat> you know, those lotion pumps and shampoo bottles and water bottles and everything is, is packaged in plastic these days. Uh, so that's a real problem because what happens to it at the end of its life is it winds up either getting incinerated for power generation, which creates greenhouse gases like methane and things that we don't want in the atmosphere, CO2, et cetera, or it goes into a landfill and landfills in this country are very well managed around the world, maybe a little less so. So 
the the plastic waste has a way of finding its way into the ocean, into rivers, and into the general environment. It's a big, big problem, and it's only growing. The over seventy percent of all plastic ever manufactured has been manufactured since two thousand, and that number is growing. So it's an exponential growth curve, especially as smaller economies get into the middle class and into the hyper consumption mode that America's kind of set the tone for. So. Knowing that all this plastic is being produced, about 9% of it's being recycled, and the end of life for the other, you know, 81, 91, excuse me, is, um, is some sort of polluting, it's really interesting to attack the problem from the source side. So we reduce the source of plastic by using about 11 grams, where a typical package would use about 70 maybe even 60, something like that. So it's a significant reduction in the amount of plastic that's generally available to pollute. And we're using air, the air that you all breathe to create the rigidity. So it's essentially a big plastic bubble around a, <clears throat> a um, product chamber, and it's dispensed in a very simple squeezing motion. There's no pump, there's no trigger sprayer, there are no dispensers of any kind, and it seals itself. So we're using significantly less plastic and we're also creating a convenience factor where consumers really love the dispensing experience. So we're a packaging manufacturer. We also make the equipment to produce the packaging. And so far, so good. We've got proposals and we've got uh, opportunities that are underway now that can reduce plastic and take hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of trucks off the road that are moving empty bottles around. That's so a good love sustainability it. story. Love it. Yeah, absolutely. Clearly, that you guys are doing uh, work that matters here and creating solutions. Uh, for what the world actually needs on here. So when, and so when did you guys launch? Uh, the company was, it's a little bit of a long story, but the company was actually invented by Procter and Gamble. Um, Procter and Gamble got involved with our parent company InVenture, who's the investment entity who brought this, brought this to life in about 2018, this became a viable technology that was going to be scaled commercially through all these arrangements, all these agreements that the, between uh, Procter and Gamble and Inventure. So about 2018, there was a long period of market testing and getting the technology right. Um, a lot of trial and error, um, a lot of uh, whiteboards that uh, that had to be drawn up and then redrawn up. And over the course of the last few years, uh, we started the company and started some smaller uh, trials out in the world, particularly on Amazon and with with various markets, just to you know test them and see how the use cases developed. We've really begun in earnest over the past two years. So we now have production capacity on the order of about 150 million units, and that's selling out extremely quickly. So we're already looking at the next site and the site after that. Love it. So when we talk about the world of startup, what would you say the worst part of the startup process is? <sighs> it depends on how you're wired. I love it. I love the the chaos and bringing order to chaos. I love the creativity that comes along with talking to customers and maybe realizing that the business plan you took to market needs to be adjusted to ensure that you've got a good um, good message that resonates with customers um, and to change your model. I love the flexibility. Some people don't like it. So if you're a big company type who works at multinationals and enjoys that you know very safe kind of commuting to a big company that will be there forever. Um, doing your job, being directed to do things, being task-oriented, it's not for you. But if you like how much energy you get from the creative process, and if you like maybe not knowing how things are going to unfold and building the bridge as you're crossing it, so to speak, it's for you. Absolutely. What would you say the the, the best part of the startup process is? Uh, the thing that gets me out of bed in the morning, there are two 
points. And I've had a lot of time to think about this. You know, I've, I've run global businesses. I've been a general manager of multinational, I've done CEO, all of those things. But there are two moments that really get me excited in business. Number one is when you first reach out to a potential customer or sales prospect, and they have no idea who you are. You have no brand recognition. This isn't DuPont calling, right? This is Aeroflex. And not, not many people have heard of us yet. When you first get their attention and get them to agree to engage in a cycle where you're developing a contract, that's the kind of thing I can get up, get out of bed in the morning. I get so excited about that. Of course, the second part is closing that. So those two moments are the best part because everything you do really, really matters. In a big multinational company with billions of dollars of sales, it's kind of, what have you done for me this quarter? Okay, yeah, you can't really move the needle. We already have 9 billion in sales and you just added a couple million, you know, meh. But a couple million to a startup is can alter the entire trajectory of the company and how you get it funded and how you grow. And it, it's just an amazing experience. Love it. What would you say the grittiest part of the startup process is? The grittiest part is you've got to wade through a lot of no's to get to a yes. <laughs> With a novel technology like this, um, people look at it and it's different. It's a risk, right? Because I know I can go buy plastic bottles and I know more or less how they're going to perform. I see them all over the shelves at Walmart. I see them all over Amazon, everywhere else. So that's a very safe place to be if I'm a major brand owner with market share, you know, above 50%. I'm I'm more thinking I don't want to lose. Bringing this new technology in is always a risk. Who knows how the consumer is going to adopt it? You just have to keep fighting. And those little wins, those little kind of micro wins where they agree to send a, sign an NDA, where they agree to engage with you, where they start talking about pricing, those have to fuel you and get you through all the no's you have to wade through. Absolutely. Well, it's been great to chat with you and learn more about what you guys are doing over at uh, Aeroflex. Want to encourage you to keep up uh, the great work. And thanks for your insight in the world of startup, which we love talking about on this show. Any final thoughts for our listeners? Uh, well, I would suggest that you really take a look at your consumption patterns and just how much plastic that you're consuming on a regular basis. And maybe as you see these Aeroflex packs started showing up, um, you know, go out and buy a few of them and try them. See what you think. Absolutely. We'll do that. Thanks again for your time and uh, keep rocking and rolling over there at Aeroflex. Thanks. Really appreciate it. Take care. You got it. Until next time, friends. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Grit Daily Startup. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. This podcast is brought to you by Grit Daily com, the premier startup news hub. More information at gritdaily.com. Once again, I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk. Until next time, friends. Head into your local Safeway for great spring savings throughout the store. This week at Safeway, get yellow peaches or nectarines for the member price of $1.88 per pound. Also this week at Safeway, value packs of Signature Farms chicken drumsticks, thighs, leg quarters, or picnic packs are buy one, get one free. Plus, get value packs of USDA Choice Boneless Beef Top Sirloin Steak for the member price of $4.99 per pound. Visit Safeway.com, download the Safeway for You app, or head in store to find more great deals at Safeway.